I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to episode two of the Millennial Divide. We made it, girls. (laughs) Number two. So this is a podcast about navigating the millennial decade. We are three sisters. I'm Amy. I'm 37 and I am just scraping in to this great generation. I'm Ellen. I'm 33 and I'm right in the middle. I'm Dimity and I'm the youngest member at 27. So just to recap, Elle, tell us why we're doing this podcast and what we think about the millennial divide. The millennial divide comes from the fact that we are all part of the same generation, but we have grown up with very, very different environments and contexts. So the internet came in, GFC, so that's affected jobs and how we date and how we interact with people. We thought that was just really interesting because we had never thought of it like that and that's why we have different points of view on the same say, topic. plenty of tension. <laughs> Not plenty of tension. Different points of view, isn't different it? Different points of tension. So on this podcast, we cover a whole bunch of topics. We go high, we go low. We will cover topical issues that are most pressing on our minds. But also the big stuff like the hills is back, ladies. <laughs> Get Everyone ready. Excited. Could not be more excited. So we'll cover today pop culture with a bit of the hills. We will talk current affairs and what's happening with lots of upcoming elections. We will go very highbrow and talk The Bachelor this season. And that's a recommendation that's come from Ellen. And, oh, my gosh, you're going to have to lift your game for next week. <laughs> Let's just say that much. Maybe someone else will be taking I reckon the recommendation. I be, yeah. I reckon we might be swapping Dim's question to <laughs> Dim's recommendation. No, that's a good thing. That's mean. mean. No. That was mean. And actually, I'm on Ellen's side this week, so there. <laughs> Thanks, Dim. Yeah. Okay, right. Two against one. Dimity will ask a random question. Who knows what that could be? And then we'll go one thing that's really um, topical at the moment, or maybe I'm just in in the demographic of just the increasing number that we're hearing about of, of transgender children, and particularly at primary schools. So mm. wanted to chat about that. And then we'll probably finish off with a rant from me. So, kicking right off, pop culture, the hills, dim, hit us up. Oh my goodness, everybody, (laughs) strap yourselves in. It's obviously a very exciting one this week. If for anybody that didn't listen last week, we had Crocs, which were like being turned into stiletto. I think this could beat it. I don't know. So The Hills, for anyone that's not familiar, is a reality TV show that was a spin-off of, it's American, and it's a spin-off of um, a classic called Laguna Beach, which essentially follows a whole bunch of um, quite wealthy Americans who live in Laguna Beach. And then one of them decided to live in a different location and they felt followed her. And then they made a new show called The Hills. So This person, her name is Lauren Conrad or LC for those in the know. So the whole point of this show is that she was the star and she had some juicy, juicy um, love interests interests and lots of things Mm. that you're following and they're remaking the show but she's not featured in it. Oh, LC. I know. Or I heard Low also, LC's best friend. Yeah, I could do without So then... Kristen, uh, sorry, Lauren Conrad, she mm. stopped being the, the main star because she decided to get more substantial 
revenue income or something from a different thing. So they stopped following her and then Kristen Cavallari came along Mm. who was also featured in the original show Laguna Beach and she became the star and she's not featured in it either. But the thing is is that these women, like they got children, decided they were better than this show. No, but Whitney Port's got a child and Brody. I don't know if Brodie Jenner's coming back. He is. He he just got married. I think he's a TBC. Oh, um, I think he's not quite sure. But I did love, because when I was going deep dive into this one, <laughs> oh. I, um, I've um i read an article about, I forgot that Lauren Conrad went out with Brodie Jenner yes. during oh. it, but that was all a setup. And apparently mm. he said they had no chemistry yes. and she shot back, you know, yeah. well, I didn't like you anyway and I love that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yes, this is true because I watched it again um, for maybe the fourth time I've watched this series because I love it and it just makes me feel happy inside. And it does now, with the benefit of hindsight, I feel like reality uh, TV actors, and I will call them actors because that's what they are, such as the Kardashian sisters um, Mm. and other reality TV stars, they're much better at their scripted reality because that's what it is. We all know it's scripted. That's fine. Like, oh, the big reveal. But they weren't as good back then. And it does feel, it doesn't feel real. If you go way, way back, it does feel real if you go to Laguna Beach. Oh, because it was one of the first ones and I saw on the 10-year anniversary that... (laughs) That Lauren was saying they just had no idea how big it was going to be and had no idea how it was just going to blow up. Yeah. And I think that does encapsulate the divide between us, Dim, because I I still think it's real sometimes. (laughs) Like sometimes when I'm watching the Kardashians, it does not occur to me that that is set up. Are you kidding? Amy, they found scripts. They like they literally have leaked scripts. Did they? Yes. Chris Jenner oh. gets upset at one of them with starting with a K, um, that they <laughs> didn't do something that she'd done as a moment mama jail or whatever her title is, and so she eggs the house. It was a script. They they leaked oh, the script, yeah. Is. It's Can all I love it. Don't life get me like wrong. That? That's the thing. Yes, I can. I want that. That's why yeah, I'm doing this. Good. This is what my aim is. I want to be one of them. I thought we were all on the same page well, with that. It, you know, no. that means you've got to put makeup on all the time. I, no, um, someone would do it for Okay, so someone puts on your makeup for you. Somebody yeah. gives you money just to literally take photos. I just I couldn't imagine a better life. It's so cruisy. No? You guys have got to uh, be on board for this to work. No. Yeah, well, well, do we all have to live in the same house again? I don't think we'd oh. survive. I thought, Amy, you were going to bring up um, when you went on your deep dive the photo of you being Whitney Port's sister. I yes. was hoping you'd bring that for me. <laughs> oh, it oh, was our proudest photo. moment as your sister. It was. Yeah, no, that was a good moment. Tell I, us what happened. What happened? Right. What happened? Because you asked, I will tell you. <laughs> Many years ago, I used to work in fashion. Fashion. I know. That's why I said no to Crocs last week. <laughs> oh, she knows. She's in the know. Oh, yep. Amy really I know. knows fashion. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't actually work in fashion. I just promoted it. <laughs> Not very well. But I did. <laughs> well <bring> enough. <laughs> <laughs> well enough that I worked on a campaign to bring out Whitney Port. I know. It's pretty highbrow. Big deal. At the height of the hills. Mm. It was a big deal, my friend. And she arrived and I met her at the airport and had to escort her through the paps <laughs> to her waiting car and we got papped and they ran the story and they thought I was the third port sister. I think because you're blonde. Yeah. It was probably partly. You might look closer to her, like more similar to her than to Ellen and I. Yeah, that's quite true. Well, I mean, and she does have a lot of sisters. And to There's fair, like three of them. I, like it sounds like I'm 
talking myself up. She was jet lagged wearing no makeup <laughs> and I was fully made up <laughs> and trying to look as glamorous fashion as possible. So anyway, um, that is, you might see a pick on the socials next yeah, week. Kara, definitely going to be um, putting that one up. But yeah, uh, what, what do we reckon? Are we in or out for the Totally hills? in. Oh. There is no question no I'm question. in. Even though I know it's scripted, even though I know oh, it's all a lie, even though it hasn't got my girl Elsie, I will be 100% in. Radio, we're going high, girls. Current affairs. So, Elle, talk us through. There was a really interesting article. So, as some of you know, we, we reside in Melbourne, so city in Australia down south, and um, we've got an election coming up at the end of this year. It's kind of reflective, though, of a, of a broader issue, I guess, going on at the moment in the world, really, on just this divide of what people are worried about mm. and what's really on their minds. So talk us through this article that ran over the weekend. What was really interesting is the main part that I kind of saw was the Vox Pox, where they spoke to someone, a representative of each of the generations. And what they did was they broke down what each generation is kind of most worried about. And what I found really interesting was the top three because they're all very similar, but their order, I think, says a lot about each generation. So the first generation was the silent, which I didn't even know they were called. And sorry, I'm going to jump in here. So this was the question was, what are you most worried about? Was that the question? Yeah. 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 What's, I think, what's your biggest concern Mm -hmm. coming up to this election and that you want to um, look into? And the silent generation, which they're 73 to 90 years old. I love that. I just loved that they were called the silent generation. I'd never heard of them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was I, like, aren't they? I've never heard of the I've silent generation. generation. What are you talking about? And I just love that they're like, yeah, guys, because no one listens to us. <laughs> anyway, their, their top worry was 61% of them, their biggest concern was crime. After that, 34% was healthcare and 30% was transport. So, you know, that older generation, very worried about crime. Then you go to the baby boomers, so our parents. And their biggest worry, 62%, was crime, 35% healthcare, and 31% transport. Gen X, which, Amy, you just miss out on. Yes. At 38 to 53 (laughs) years old. (laughs) I would be angry. 49% crime, 35% housing, and 35% cost of living. And then what was really interesting was that the millennials, their top one at 22 to 37 years old, made it in uh well their 37% was housing then 33% was crime and cost of living and what I really found interesting was in the interviews with the other generations they're very worried about crime for our generation but our generation just wants a place to live (laughs) and I just thought that was a really interesting perspective and I don't know whether that's because a lot of the older generation gets it from the news and you know, it's very built up about some of the crime that's been happening around where we're living at the moment or whether they just hear stories that have probably always happened and they get worried because it's their children now. I don't know. I just What did you guys think? Are you worried about crime? Well, I'm just going to th- throw some facts at this. Throw it away. I'm going to throw them because although population has increased over time, trends in violent crime, violent crime, according to the Australian Institute of Criminology, mm. they're at the lowest they've ever been. And crime just isn't really a problem, although everybody thinks it's a problem. Mm. So really, it's just our media beating it up again and people feeling like, you know, they're the gangs of youths. Oh, that's a band. (laughs) Uh, Is it? 
Anyway, uh, they're very good. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that they're out to you know get everybody in everywhere and I don't, what is the thing about it? I have a lot. Of, I have a lot to say. This is Dimity's round. You have a lot week. of feels. I have a lot of feels about this because what crime? What are we talking about? I'll yeah. tell you what crime. I, I'm, <laughs> no, I'll tell you because I genuinely now worry about walking alone by myself at at night or in a place that feels a bit unfamiliar or unsafe. I, I do too. I don't know whether it's got worse, but I think I'm definitely more aware. I'm mm. cautious. Um, I. But don't you feel like that? No, I mean, Amy, no. Because you're out and about more than we are. No, like, because I'm in my car exactly. and I'm home by, you know, seven. <laughs> this is late. So, and every time I do hear one of these stories, I call Dim and I'm like, don't you go on your bike late at night because there's people. And Dim goes, it's fine. Don't it's worry. Fine. Yeah. I called worry? her up to say that and she was on the bike answering the phone. Like that is <laughs> dimity. That is not safe. Get off the phone. Well, I'm proving my point that I'm still here, you guys. I've made it this far. Touch wood. But I, I you're right. I'm the person that this is, that yeah. I'm probably going to be the most affected by. It. And no, I'm not concerned. And the reason is because I've worked in media and I reported on these stories mm. and I know how to write it in a way that people will click on the article yeah. so that. It's all interesting. Yeah. I that's the whole design of it and it's not increasing. The statistics mm. are showing that violent crimes are not increasing in Australia by our population mm. growth mm. comparison. It's just not it's not a problem. It is a problem. It is, violent crime is a problem, but it's not yes. as much of a problem as people are worrying it is. Yes. Yes. Mm, Which is know. probably what the millennials are thinking because they're, yeah, they're going, well, we're living this. They're educated. That's well, why. no, they're outside. <laughs> Yeah, that is probably true because, do you know what, all the others have got the houses that they're living oh in. Oh, my God. <laughs> so voting on this one, crime, problem or not? Oh, come on. I'm going to say yes. I'm concerned about crime. Oh, my God. Join these Gen Xs. You're so close to it. There, I said it. Um, I'm on a bit on dim side. Oh, I don't... You're on the fence? <laughs> oh, classic. I'm so upset. Look at how angry I've got about this. No, I think I think it is partly media beta, but... You know, it, it also is a bit of an issue. Yeah, know? I mean, it, and I suppose as we're talking, as you guys have just made your very good points, I suppose if I had have been a victim of some kind of violence, I might have a different perspective. And maybe it's just as it comes with experience, the older generation has witnessed more violence. But then, no, the statistics don't lie. I'm all about the data. Quick little theory for you. I'll go on. Do you think the, the rise in true crime reporting... Ooh. has contributed to this. Yeah, but maybe. Are the silent generation listening to the Serial podcast? <laughs> They're silent. We don't know. This is the whole problem. If you're Tell part of the, the silent, silent generation, please leave and a comment. And you listen to Serial. Please, please email us. We want to hear from you. We're going to give you a voice. Do you think our, What's our email? It? Oh, our email is themillennialdivide at gmail.com. Write to us, please. Anyone in the silent generation. Oh, my goodness. I'd love to hear from you. I think I've made fun of you a bit much. So you should defend yourselves. Let us know. Okay, moving on. Probably for the best. (laughs) Probably particularly the silent generation. All right, so we've got recommendations. And Elle, one from you this week. Yes. And it's noted that I was a bit mean earlier. So I'll be (laughs) open-minded. The Bachelor. The Bachelor. The Bachelor. Let me tell you how my thought patterns went, ladies. 
I started the episode that we all watched and I thought, this is ridiculous. I did too. I thought, what is going on here? These women, what have they put themselves through? And then I thought, hey, I'm enlightened. I am the new feminist. I don't like The Bachelor anymore. And I was very proud of myself. And then I got halfway through and I thought, oh, there's lots of mean girls in this Bachelor at the moment. And I think the producers have done a really good job of casting. But, you know, this all, oh, this is taking me back. And, oh, I don't like these girls. And now I want to watch the next episode. Oh, my God, I'm, the same. I'm exactly the same. I had exactly the same process. At the start, I was like, wow. I have grown and look at me. I am watching this objectively and it's not working anymore. You guys, it's not working. And, oh, and he's like, feels a bit chauvinistic for some reason. And I don't even know. I had a lot of feelings. And then I, I wasn't even paying attention properly. Yeah. And then by the end, I was like, maybe I want to go on The Bachelor, <laughs> which I won't. Lyndon, again, I'm sorry. Two weeks in a row. But, um, and also because I wouldn't get the honey badger. What's his name? What is his I name? Cummings, I think it's What called. does he do? He's a rugby player. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. I was wondering. He had a I ball don't know if he's lot. legal. <laughs> he's legal? What? League or union. I'm oh, not sure which one. He's legal like, as well. He's illegal. <laughs> and that's, I think, the other thing that I started with. I was like, oh, no, he's so not bachelor you know but he's not he's like a lovely guy and I think he's you know I hope he's there for the right reason the the thing I thought at the start was these women are not here to find love (laughs) it's surprising you know I feel the same and then I was disappointed in myself because I was like yeah you knew that you knew that but then I know but the the fantasy worked after a while yeah they they sucked me in those clever producers well you know we grew up in the early bachelors, which have just got them married, like Anna Henrik and Tim Robin, 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 Roberts, Roberts, Roberts. They just Robert, got married Robert. in Italy. You um, know, she they she looked gorgeous. Mm. I know she always does, but. That's that's the high standard of The Bachelor that they've yeah, set. I think so. The Australian Bachelor. If you're listening in the US, God bless you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we might have a couple, but you know they get good bachelors oh. historically, don't they? No, they get, no. yeah, they do. No, Even I think it's more chauvinistic over there. No, aren't but they? Um, <laughs> look, the these, are, these guys might one. You know, one's like I mean, Tim. What's his face was a chiropractor, and yeah, so it was a bit normal. There was another guy who was a um, personal trainer. Oh, yeah, personal trainer. Yeah, so they're not, whereas Sam States. Mm. So, yeah, he's with Schnitz. You know, they've, they've well. had some love before. Yeah, I just felt it's got a real mean streak. Yeah. That's what I didn't like about no, it. No, season. And they've clearly primed them because some Absolutely. of the girls were using yeah. the same language. So, yes. I'm talking about the snakes. Yes. Oh, that's a bit yeah. mean, these three girls. But I did love, I did quite, so I did start, I actually started off the opposite to you. Oh. Yeah, so I was in. Yeah. And I quite liked this guy because I thought, oh, he's quite. He's cute. Well, yeah, he's kind of quirky. And he had some cracking lines. Like yeah, he, he said, does. early days, I'm as nervous as a bag of cats at a greyhound meet. Is that, do you like that? Because that sounds like Adrian. Brilliant. Like Adrian might say that. I don't think he would. I've never heard that. <laughs> ever. That's a really Why common a Australian line. I've heard that so many times. That's probably when I was like, oh, yeah. From good who? One. Uh, no. Australian bloke, Amy. I bloody love it. The one she's out at the pub with after seven o'clock yeah. when we're home. That's true. In our houses. In our houses. Nice and safe. Part of the culture. I have not heard that line, but I did love it. But then he pulled out all these other ones, and I was like, oh, mate, you've lost me. Went too far. But there were some other hilarious 
characters in this one. Yeah, I loved they? the energy healer oh, who yes. was anything but healing. So she's great. I want her to stick around. And then there was another wonderful one called Vanessa Sunshine. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. She just name. didn't care. Heaven. She just was, she's going to live. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Her life, whether she's on The Bachelor or not. Do you it's know what? It's That's a wonderful aspiration. But she's Dirty Street Pie take two, I reckon. You reckon? Yeah. No, I reckon that um, who's that girl? Is it Romy? Romy? Oh, yeah. Michelle Romy. Yeah. That's mm. how I remembered. Yeah. And she's, you know, obviously she's portrayed as the, the villain. villain. She's the mean yes. girl. She's out the to get The bad music comes on and when I, she comes on. Exactly. But I always love them the most because I feel like they go on knowing exactly their role and they play to it like a boss. I think she's such a boss lady and she's going to be the next Elsie. Like she's she she's just knows what she's doing. She's working it. She's clever. I don't know, but this is, the, this is where I was the opposite to you too because mm. I got tough with her and I just lost interest and mm. I was not really paying attention and I don't think I'll really watch any. And then I was talking about it at work with some of the girls and we're wondering whether it's lost some of its sheen because actually part of the wonder of The Bachelor was Rosie's recap. So a lot of people would be familiar on, yeah. on Rosie Waterland who used to write for Mamma Mia and she wrote great recaps and mm. she doesn't do it anymore. And that was part of the fun. You'd, at least, you'd yeah. watch The Bachelor, you'd come into work the next day, you'd all have read Rosie's recaps yeah. and it was a real kind of social exercise. And, yeah. and I just feel like that's probably missing a little bit as well. So it's taken mm. some of the fun. So I don't know if I'll be watching this. this right. um, I think I'm going to give it one more episode because I – did get quite hooked towards the end of it. Okay. I'm going to see gonna where it goes. watching the whole thing because I believe in love, so maybe that's just the difference between us. So I'm a romantic. Definitely. I Definitely. <laughs> All right. Lock it in. But just, sorry, I, I did want to bring up just quickly, feminism and The Bachelor, I know it's a bit of a big thing, but how can... Do you feel like it's unusual that we enjoy it considering we all think that we're feminists? Is that, does it not make sense really? I've, that is something that I've worried about. No, because I feel like I can check my feminism at the door, uh, you know, feminist principles at the door sometimes. And oh, just, really? It's enjoy. mindfulness. Yeah. yeah. It's mindfulness. <laughs> Do you mean mindless or mindfulness? I just, it's, it just, my brain is very busy. Yeah. Mm. And The Bachelor makes it not busy. Yeah, yeah, that's you know, nice. Yes. I like just that. a bit of quiet time, and I don't have yeah. to think about the feminist, you know. Yeah. And I think it's choosing who you talk about it to and who you don't. Yeah, you know, your boss, who might be a bit, you know, hard and fast. Maybe don't mention the bachelor. That's literally all we talk about at work. If I didn't watch it, I don't know if I would be welcome at work again. I'm not sure. All right, can we uh, bring yeah. it up again. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Transgender kids. Now, this is a bit of a controversial one, and I've been at a few dinner parties recently. Oh, my. <laughs> I know. And um, it sparks a lot of discussion, which is probably not surprising. But I guess I'm at that age now where a lot of my friends have got children, and some of those children are entering primary school age. 
And what's fascinating is this seemingly increasing proportion of children who are identifying as transgender. And I, I was interested to hear particularly Dim and, and Elle about your experiences at school because when I was going through particularly primary school, my goodness, I don't think transgender mm. even existed really as a concept in the 80s and certainly there were no gay kids. You wouldn't ever hear about that. In mm. fact, the first real examples of gay, you know, people being gay weren't till probably I was about year 10 or year 11 and it was very hidden and it was probably more under the guise of like um, that was Britney Spears' time, so it was kind of maybe <laughs> as a sexy choice. Yeah. Um, Katy Perry. To, yeah, to be yeah. a bit lesbian for a little while. But it wasn't really taken very seriously. And I'm just staggered by, you know, a couple of generations on. And I'll, let me give you some stats here. So in 2003 there was the Royal Children's Hospital in Melbourne saw one child in their um, unit that handles transgender counselling and and hormonal treatments and so forth. By 2015, they were up to 200. So that was Mm. a few years ago. So it's even higher now. Um, But it's happening globally. So in the UK, the number of kids identifying as transgender has quadrupled in the last few years. In the US, it's um, increasing a a significant portion and now 3%, according to one article, said that children are identifying as transgender. So I find those stats startling. And what really made me think about this was I was listening to a podcast by Katie Couric, um, if anyone's listened to that, and she interviewed Laverne Cox, who is an amazing transgender woman who um, is a big advocate for trans- transgender rights. In Orange is the New Black. Mm. Yes, mm. which we're not going to review because Tim <laughs> is scared of going to jail. The slight fear of being incarcerated yep. accidentally. So Laverne Cox was saying these startling stats, which was basically that um, the suicide attempt rates are just Mm. staggering. So Mm. across the whole transgender community, there's a 40% suicide attempt rate. Mm. Oh, my gosh. gosh. It's huge. And in children, it's 50%. (gasps) Yeah. What what classifies as is that no, like children and adolescents up to yeah. eighteen? Up to eighteen. Yeah. Oh my god. But what I just wanted to pick up on was when you said you know growing up that gay children and transgender weren't obvious to us. I would argue, which I'm sure you probably would agree with, they were absolutely still there. It just wasn't spoken about. I don't. I don't know. They must have been there, but I can't think of any examples. Have you that, got no? But people, they must have been. Well, wait, yeah. Gay, what? Uh, wait, are you talking about gay kids or or kids identifying gay or who identify? Where I'm coming from is that I guess it's been a societal progression. Yeah. So mm. you know, maybe being gay was gradually became more socially acceptable, and now that frontier is sort of crossed or being crossed. And now the next big frontier is transgender rights, mm. potentially. I don't know. I think you're right. I think mm. you're right. And I was interested to hear um, because back in my day, <laughs> neither group were really represented at all and I wondered then by the time you Mm. were both at school particularly primary school whether that was something that was becoming talked about more or if this is just Mm. a really recent thing that's coming to people's attention I think probably the gay and lesbian was definitely spoken about more not transgender I do agree that that has been a new thing but I do wonder I can't speak for it because obviously none of us are transgender but I can imagine that a lot of kids would have had this feeling but had no language to put to that feeling that maybe they just didn't feel quite right 
Maybe they just didn't feel like they fitted in, that they weren't right in their body. and But they had no way to express that. Whereas now, maybe there's a forum and there's an openness to be able to express that and to say, this is what I could potentially be. And hopefully, parents are a lot more understanding to say, okay, well, let's investigate that. If that's how you're feeling, let's look into what options are because that's a legitimate thing. It's like there's a lot more kids now diagnosed with autism. Mm. The difference is that they have changed the diagnosis for what is autism. They've um, put Asperger's and autism and a whole uh, couple of others together. So it looks like there's a lot more children with autism, which there are because they're diagnosed, but there's probably actually not as many of, of the behaviours that have it's increased. It's just that our understanding. It's just our understanding and our... I thought it was the vaccinations. <laughs> jokes. <laughs> jokes. Jokes. La, 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 la. <laughs> kidding, 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 kidding. I'm joking. Please don't email us with your complaints <laughs> or death threats. Oh, both sides. Um, so, yeah, I think it's kind of from... From my perspective, yeah. I think it's just given a, a context and a forum to be able to talk about yeah. it, which we never did. It's interesting because I'm reflecting on my high school experience and I know a couple of people who were identified as gay and came out as gay during high school and a couple who didn't quite identify as gay and came out as gay after high school because perhaps that wasn't the right time or else the right space, I think, more likely mm. for them to feel comfortable in doing that. And I can think of one friend from high school who has transitioned post-high school. and To be transgender? Yes, so yeah. they've mm. trans... Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that was quite a surprise to me but and it, because it was a few years ago. So I think that... Now I'm less, I've now know a number of other people who have transitioned or their auntie has transitioned or something. And it does feel more, it's less surprising now mm. to me. Mm. I'm more like, oh yeah, that's yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, the issue is, is that of course, if you are young and you identify as a, you feel like you might not identify with the, the sex that you were born with in order to make any changes, you, you do have to make that decision quite young. Yeah. But I was watching a documentary that I wish I could remember what it was. It was great, though. Oh, really, really. We'll put in the show notes if she remembers. If she remembers. If I, if I remember. But I believe the show was saying that um, the majority of children who do feel that they don't identify with their gender will not, that won't be a consistent thought that they have mm. over time. So the risk is, is that you go through, you know, hormone replacement therapy or whatever it might be for something that might definitely be what you feel long-term or it might not. And that's the risk, Mm. I suppose. But as a parent, I I haven't, I'm not a parent, so I haven't (laughs) had to worry about that at all. But I I could imagine now that that would be quite a difficult time. But I, on the other hand, I'm so grateful that this is coming out into the public space and that we're talking about it because it's, if that is the, if those are the rates of suicide and self-harm from people feeling like they're not fitting in, then thank goodness we are talking about this. Yeah, I think it's a a really important um, discussion and incredibly challenging to talk about and the schools have to navigate this and parents have to navigate it. And potentially my favourite comment on when I was researching this was out of this article um, that was featured in the Telegraph in the UK and it um, said that the feminists were to blame. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Which I tell. Because (laughs) of course they are. Yeah, um, it was because the feminists were attempting to reshape school policies on gender. 
So this woman added that the children were being forced to unlearn the difference between boys and girls. Mm. And her, but I love it. Her book is called Women versus Feminism. Oh, dear God. That's a good one, isn't it? Put that one in your list. All right. Moving right along. So, Dim, question time. I'm excited because last week's were massive and it's actually yeah. sparked quite a bit of interest in whether you actually are pregnant or not. So on the record, can you please just re- oh my God, reassure well, the people? I, I don't think so. I haven't. Do you know what? It's actually been really helpful because I've been like every time I have a slight panic, I'm like, don't feel car, car sick, I'm okay. And that was that was what I was asking about was the feeling. Yeah. Anyway, um, my question this week is... I am going to sell my car and just get around on my bike. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, no, I'm not in favour of this one. What about the crime? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, Dim, you can't just be driving around. No, I won't riding, be driving brother. around. That's the whole point. I will be fit, healthy, fresh, active. I will save so much money on petrol. I will just get around all across the city on my bike. No, you know what's going to happen? The minute you need anything moved, you're just going to call one of us and we're going to have to come and bail you out What's somewhere. What's wrong with that? Okay. That's a no for me. Elle? Um, my question would be how are you going to get your food box home on your bicycle? From your I've already done car. it. So what Ellen is referring to is this one time when I was <laughs> doing two of the things that upset my sisters, which is riding and talking on the phone at the same time. And because I'm a really good rider, so I can do it safely. So I was talking to Ellen on the phone and had a little bit of a mishap because as I went to collect my box of organic groceries, it get, gets delivered to a, um, a house nearby. It's a it's an organisation. Oh, my God. I've, I might have a new rant topic. No, it's so – Amy, this is amazing. This. It's amazing. So it's this um, organic – organization and they put together a box of organic fruit and veggies and they drop it off to a local neighbor and you go and pick it what is wrong oh come on what's wrong there's nothing wrong how could there be anything wrong with that that's such a beautiful neighborhood concept Oh, it's so nice. Are they like the not quite right vegetables as well? No, they're, they're just seasonal, they so you don't they're get a seasonal. choice. They're seasonal. They're even better. So you get random. Oh, so I sometimes. went on my bicycle to pick up my organic box of vegetables. And I, as I was talking to Ellen, I was a little bit distracted. And unfortunately, as I tried to balance my box on my bike, I neither did so. And they both fell over, including me. I fell and um, they were all on the ground. So, And they got a very, I'll call you back. <laughs> Which I did. And at that point, I picked everything up and had worked out the balance, the precarious balance and rode. And I, I did think, oh, God, if Amy could see me now, because I was riding on my bicycle with my organic box of fruit and veggies in, wedged between my knees. And I could not have been happier. The smile on my face, Amy, at that point. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I've worked it out. Never mind. Okay. No what's carbon. wrong? What's wrong that's with fine. my organic box of fruit and veggies? No, no, that's a good that's a It's good, good. I actually can't see what would be. the car. Okay. Right. My rant. <laughs> oh, 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 oh that's not it. Have we not done it yet? Oh, oh, I'm thought... so close. <laughs> I was watching this hipster cyclist riding down the road the other day with his bloody box and oh. vegetables. Fall. No, that's not the rant. It might be next week. So another another riddle me this. You and I, Dim, we share the same supermarket and it's quite an institution in our neighbourhood. We, we live in a very hipster neighbourhood. It's probably 
the home of hipsters. Yeah, I think like I think probably all of the hipsters gravitated from Brooklyn. I feel like that was where it was born. Oh, it was definitely born. I, I remember going to Brooklyn in two thousand and eight, and yeah, that's where the hipsters. Yeah, when I visited, were beginning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were beginning there, and, then and they've eventually they've, the they have. They've <laughs> come. They've taken our bikes. <laughs> they have. They're, they've ridden a very long way. Exactly. So anyway, this this supermarket is kind of like the the mecca, the home of the hipster. <laughs> it's where we all go to. Yeah, they're they just meeting. Yeah, they are just your single um, drip coffee. Yeah, they're in high what demand. Is it? Single cold drip, Ellen. Cold drip. <laughs> Obviously not a hipster. Not at our supermarket. Single origin. Oh, sorry. Single origin culture. I should know. Well, I don't know because I never order it, so I shouldn't know that. Um, So the other day I wanted to just make a chicken curry and I I was lazy and I didn't have the ingredients. So I thought I'll just go and get one of the little jars or whatever. So I go to our hipster supermarket. The only curry paste I could find that was pre-mixed and everything was vegan butter chicken. What? How? What? <laughs> like, I couldn't even make sense of it. How are you meant to make butter chicken? With but tofu? It's vegan. I need to clarify some things. Was the paste itself vegan? Well, presumably, yes. So, but why do you... Isn't, so then there's not going to be meat in the paste. Yeah, but it, isn't it sort of contradictory to say that it's vegan butter chicken? Maybe they're saying vegans can use this as well. So don't call it butter chicken. <laughs> No? Mm, yeah, I oh, can understand. That was a no from me. It's yeah. just so annoying. Just call it freaking butter chicken. Yeah. I don't know. This supermarket is just beautiful because there's no logic to any of it. So every aisle is just... I can't remember. Oh, Tim, this is going to be a whole nother week? rant. Yeah, back in the day when I needed to go and buy tampons <laughs> and I went looking for them and no irony, they're next to the tuna. Real, like good this work, local supermarket. It's very is clever. Just, it's funny, Amy. It's funny. It's an adventure. No, every I time think you they're go. trolling me. <laughs> I it really shift shelves every time. She's coming quick. Move aisle eight to aisle two. <laughs> Where will she least expect to find chocolate? Oh, next to the dog food. Not even making this up. Oh, I've gotten two rants in one week. Do what you think it's any coincidence week? that it's my local supermarket? Yeah. I do. It's me. <laughs> It's me. I'm fucking with you. Anna. That would not surprise me in any way. She's coming. Move the chocolate. <laughs> Rally. Let's all go to the supermarket. That's you're what like, we do on a, not... on a Tuesday afternoon after work. You're, you've got your chainsaw and you're like chainsawing and, and this is how we're getting you back. Okay. We've all rallied. Oh, good, good on you. There's Thank a you. hidden... Props to you lot because you're really fucking We're very oh, organised. It takes so long to If do there's this one shop. thing that people in our decades can do, it's, it's be organised. It's organized. mobile. <laughs> yes. Okay, well done. I think I've now lost my rant. Yeah. Because you won. I, mean, I give it to you. Oh, my God. This I, is I wow. the first time. Seriously. Ellen. I've witnessed time. it. Oh, my goodness. It's happened. It's happened. Finally. We can end the podcast now. I don't need to do anything yeah, more. This right. is what I've been aiming for my entire life. Let's end it oh, yeah. on that note. Thanks it. for joining us, everyone. I've been beaten. <laughs> oh, the hipsters won. Oh, so this has been the Millennial Divide. Thanks for listening. If you've liked what you've heard, subscribe in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also rate, review or leave us a comment. Particularly rate. Please give us a rating. Five stars. Just five. 
Oh, four. We'll take no. We'll take four, four and a half. No people. No five. No five. We need five. five. Okay. No, we need shaking five. Open, yeah. We need five. five. Six if you can. Yeah. It's yeah. Good. I don't think you can, but if you can, do six. And also tell your friends yes. and your mums and your. Sisters. Oh, yeah. sisters. Listen to it with your sisters. Oh, that oh, would be a nice way. That'd be nice. And then send a photo in. Oh, that'd oh be yeah. Nice. Let's make this interactive. Post the photo. Yeah. Only if you want. Yeah. Are we yeah. taking this no too pressure. far? <laughs> no pressure. Those yeah. Five yeah. And we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.